So if you listen to Health Power, you know that I've had a leaky gut forever. I try not to talk about my food sensitivities too much because I know it's boring. I've been looking for help everywhere, and I'm really hopeful that our new sponsor on Health Power can help me. All right, so we're going to jump in with Clayton Thomas. Briefly tell us about your products, and then I want to hear from uh, the handsome gentleman next to you. A simple solution designed by a Harvard nanobiotechnologist to address every aspect of human aging and health and Patrick aka yeah. Keanu is one of the best examples for gut health. Yeah, so, That's awesome. Um, years ago, I was diagnosed with celiac disease. Um, and when I first got introduced to the root brands, really identifying and understanding when I got the diagnosis, realizing that the gut's the first brain, not the second. Once you establish that methodology of thinking about your body, that changes everything. Um, but really, ultimately, starting there and realizing that's where everything else is going to come from. That's where the healing starts and it has to begin with your gut. And so products like clean slate restore and zero in, which really focus about pulling out the bad and putting the good in. When I first started using clean slate, when I first started using restore, I thought I was allergic to them. And and Clayton was like, no, keep going. Your body's detoxing. Now I've been able to shorten the window whenever I have a bad reaction from when something used to take seven days to recover from, now it's maybe two days. I still oh, have wow. action, but it's much, much less. And so now that we've introduced new products like Give Me Back My Youth, Immune Defense Shield, it's helped me really navigate my allergy and my reaction so much more. That's incredible. And Clayton, for just the everyday basic person who doesn't have leaky gut or doesn't have celiac or anything, I could think just all the junk that we're exposed to, we need to get that out. And that's going to make a big difference. Yeah. And he's the best example. You can look pretty on the outside and still be a mess on the inside. (laughs) What about me? Silence. (laughs) It's like you hear the the crickets. (laughs) You guys are fun. Well, tell us how we can get your products, Clayton. Go to therootbrands.com as brought to you by Lisa. Solutions and the outcomes that we have are what have created the community. So it's it's something that you just have to make an investment in your own health and it's well worthwhile. Therootbrands.com. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Everybody check them out. Thanks so much. This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without one earth body care. Their skin fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got skin fix for pets, which has helped my blue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at oneearthbodycare.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. It's Wednesday. And if you're new or if you've been here every Wednesday, we are joined by Kayla Cappiello, the author of Easy Allergy-Free Cooking, Simple and Safe Everyday Recipes for Everyone for the segment Cooking with Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Hi, good morning. It's good to see you. How was your weekend? It was great. Um, I spent last week in South Carolina, which was really fun. My um, in-laws have a house there, so we get to go there every once in a while just to like 
change of scenery, relax, visit our favorite restaurants. We did a fun little happy hour on the beach. It was great. Ooh, tell us about the restaurants. We always have to talk food here. (laughs) Every time I eat something good, I'm like mental note to tell Lisa. (laughs) I love that. But one of my favorite places is this little bar right by their house. They have a house in Polly's Island, South Carolina. It's called Quigley's. It's like really just a standard bar. My favorite part about it is that they have these fresh tuna nachos They're really served, I think, on pita chips, but every time I go, they are like so accommodating and they'll make them on corn tortilla chips for me. It's just like a fresh piece of seared tuna on top. They have like a wasabi sauce. I just, I think it's like the best thing ever. We go every single time and I look forward to it every time we visit. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, my husband, I'm a little stuffy because my husband and I went to my favorite Mexican restaurant yesterday. And if people listen to the show, they know I have a lot of food sensitivities, which are confusing because it's not like it's gluten or it's, it's, you know, it's corn, it's soy, it's rice, it's wheat, it's, but not to a huge degree where I get really sick unless I ate like the Mexican food three days in a row. Then I would right, right. like a little stuffy. It was worth it. Oh my God. The enchiladas were amazing. I love, I love verde sauce. I love, they have the best refried beans I ever had, even better than ones in California, which is shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> the Northeast is not known for its Mexican food, let's be honest. And the rice is like the perfect texture. It's just the flavor. It was delicious. And we got to go to this pretty little lake and take my pit bull blue. And everyone was nice to him because sometimes because of pit bull prejudice, people cross the street. And it's so sad because he, he'll start crying. He literally starts crying because he just oh wants God. to say hi. Like, how do you leave a crying thing? Oh, my God. Poor honey. I know. But every single dog, little dogs, big dogs, everybody said hi to Blue, and it just made his day. So today, jumping in back to food, we're going to be talking about your delicious chicken parm skillet. Okay. Tell us about this one. Yeah. So this one's definitely one of my favorites, mainly because there's some hacks to make it like super easy. And ordering chicken parm out at a restaurant when you're gluten-free and you try not to consume a lot of dairy is really difficult. Yes. So I feel like the only way to be like eating a lot of chicken parm is at home. So it's a really easy skillet. It only has four ingredients. I make it in a oven safe frying pan. So you basically fill the frying pan with your chicken cutlets. I cut them up into one inch slices. You top it with any kind of tomato sauce, marinara sauce, even if you like a vodka sauce. You cover it with mozzarella cheese, vegan mozzarella, if you like shredded, if you like sliced. And then I just top mine with fresh basil and vegan Parmesan cheese. Bye. That sounds amazing. The best part about it is like you can use any kind of chicken you want. If you want to make it lower carb, you can always use grilled chicken. If you want to be super lazy like I am sometimes, you can even use gluten-free chicken tenders. I often buy gluten-free chicken tenders either to put in my salads for lunch, to put in my wraps. Oh, but you can also smart. use them in this skillet to save yourself so much time if you don't want to make the chicken cutlets from scratch. Oh, that's great. Now I noticed here in the notes, you have Applegate or Purdue. I'm a big fan of the Applegate products. They're really good. They are really good. And I feel like they get really crunchy if you make them in the air fryer. The edges are like so crisp. That's my favorite part. Oh, God, I love the air fryer. Now you had mentioned a certain type of pan. You said it was oven safe. So what what do we look for when we're trying to get a pan that's good for the oven? So I usually use my cast iron skillet just because I know it's oven safe. You can use it on top of the stove. You can use it in the oven either way. If you don't have an oven safe skillet, you can also just use a pan. 
I think for me, I just like when you pull it out and it's like this round little personal size pan that's like oozing with the cheese and you can kind of just dig in like that. But you can really use anything. Um, You can use a baking sheet as well. Or if you have like a brownie tin, a glass baking dish. I like to line if I'm using a baking dish with parchment paper, Mm -hmm. just so like I'm not doing all this cleanup afterwards. But I think that's why I use the um skillet the cast iron skillet all the time because the cheese is so crispy on those edges that's what you really want with a skillet and talk to us about how to care for because i've heard a lot of different things with cast iron skillets you don't even want to use soap is that correct no yes that's correct i definitely do not use soap on mine i while mine is still hot i scrub the edges just like with the the textured side of a sponge, just to get all the things off that can really come off easily. Anything that's kind of left, any kind of oil that's in the bottom, I'm still using the sponge, but I, it's very light. Sometimes I'll even use a paper towel, no water, no um, soap. And then when I'm done and it's as clean as I can get it, I oil it afterwards to make sure it's not going to get rusty Things you want to stay away from are letting a cast iron pan or pot sit in the sink. You do not want it sitting with water, even on the outside. Like if you put it in the sink, but there's no water on the inside, if there's water on the outside, you're going to risk getting that rust. And that's definitely something you don't want. Do not put it through the dishwasher right after college. I was living with one of my best friends. I had this great cast iron skillet and she asked to use it. And I'm like, sure, why not? Whatever. But I didn't really bank on that people wouldn't understand how to clean it. And she put it through the dishwasher and we were like, oh, this is such a disaster. And there's videos out there that we used to watch them actually on YouTube all the time. It's so funny. We're talking about this now about people (laughs) cleaning cast iron skillets. And it's really so entertaining because at the end they get them really clean, but I'm like the work you have to put into it. If it starts to get rusty is too much for me. Yeah. It sounds like it. Now, is there a way to make it nonstick? Cause I, I haven't used one in years, but if I remember, maybe I'm not remembering correctly. I probably didn't do it right, but I felt like things stick to it. Do you need to, maybe I don't have it hot enough or am I just, yeah, it, it does. The temperature kind of matters. I feel like I've had more success when it's a little bit hotter. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I've had more success when I put some oil on the bottom before I put anything in it. But if you're trying to be low fat or kind of watch your oil intake, that can get a bit dicey as well. So it's definitely it's definitely something that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I feel like with the chicken cutlets, because there's a little bit of oil in the cheese, like you make the chicken cutlet with a little bit of oil, it doesn't stick as much. Mm-hmm. You can also try, I have... um a small personal oven safe skillet from Pottery Barn. And it's not the kind, I guess it doesn't look like a cast iron skillet. It looks like more of a a top of the oven, like a stove one. It is oven safe, but it's nonstick. So I've also made this dish in that before, but it's really Mm -hmm. up to you. Like whatever kind of pan you like to work with, the best part is just cooking it in the oven instead of on the stovetop so you get like all the cheese to melt oh okay now that sounds delicious so i haven't had the vegan parmesan how is that it's good i I use um follow the follow your heart Uh there's a bunch of different kinds out there but that's definitely my favorite because i feel like the texture is very similar to regular vegan parmesan cheese Also for like the vegan mozzarella, I use, there's one from Trader Joe's I like, Mm -hmm. 
There's also one, I never pronounce it correctly, but I think <laughs> it's called BioLife. Oh, I think that's, yes, that's, I know which one you're talking about. Yes. I never, ever pronounce it right. I'm always like <laughs> Viola Life, but that is not I, how you no, say it. No, I think it, well. That one's very good. It looks like Viola Life, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's like in a little blue bag and the, the font is like in a black script. Uh-huh. Um, I've also used the Dia one before. I know the texture for the Dia one is a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I feel like when you're using it for a situation where you want it to be very melted, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't use the Daya shreds in a non-melted situation because the texture okay. is a bit different. Um, okay, that's good advice. Yeah. That's why I love this segment and because I get to see you every Wednesday. The other question, you ha- you mentioned the air fryer. Where in the process would we be doing that? Would you be doing that in the air fryer and then after they're air fried and crispy, put them in the skillet to put everything on top? Yeah. So you definitely have your choice here. I like on a Sunday to make chicken cutlets and then have Mm -hmm. a few extras left over that I leave in the fridge for two or three days. And this would be a perfect opportunity then to make this skillet. It takes a little bit longer if you need to make the whole chicken cutlet Mm -hmm. and then make the chicken parm skillet. It's really great if you have the chicken cutlets left over. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I make my chicken cutlets in the air fryer. I just dip my chicken in egg whites, and then I dip them in my gluten-free breadcrumbs, and then I pop them in the air fryer so there's no oil involved. But you can also, like if you have your chicken fingers or whatever and want to speed up this process, you can pop them in the air fryer before putting them in the skillet. But I usually just use my air fryer if I'm using raw chicken to make the cutlet before I put it in this. Honestly, you could probably make this whole skillet in the air fryer basket too. Yeah. I, well, I was thinking if you can still put, like, let's say you use one of the frozen ones. Couldn't you still put that in the air fryer to get the crispiness? Yeah, for sure. I like to cut back on the amount of dishes I'm doing. So I'm That's like, if I, have, <laughs> if I have the chicken tenders, I'm just throwing them in the skillet so I don't right. have to dirty the air fryer That's too. A good if point. you're making them in the air fryer, you can pre-bake them in the air fryer and then just top it with the tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese inside the air fryer. And then you're only cleaning the air fryer basket too. Oh, okay. A couple moments ago when I was like looking away, this yeah. fly, the size of, I don't know, a brick. <laughs> like, <flew right> by. <laughs> like, what is going on? Kayla, tell us how we get your fantastic recipes. Your Substack is amazing. Oh, thank you. So it's Kayla Capiello on Substack. I publish every Friday a full gluten-free and dairy-free meal prep Ooh, meal prep plan with five gluten-free, dairy-free recipes. And this is one of them this week. So definitely find me on Substack. You can also find me on KaylaCapiello.com and on Instagram at KaylaCapiello. Wonderful. Well, this is, we talked about this last time and I'm going to say it again. This is, I already have a couple people in mind. I'm going to get this for as a gift. Very inexpensive yet fantastic gift for the holidays. And I, I'm just so excited. This is great. Everybody can find me at Lisa Davis MPH on Twitter, uh, I guess, whatever, uh, TikTok and Instagram. If you want to see, I got some good healthy stuff. I got some clips of Kayla and I putting up. Uh, I've got, you can always see my good boys there and just keep up with what's going on. Anyway, everybody have a great day. Thanks for listening. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.